All right, we are the infamous podcast, and we are back at Fretboard. I'm Brian. I'm Daryl. I'm Cousin Ken. <laughs> um, all right, so we were back in, uh, we were here, what, back in July yeah. for our sixth anniversary show, which was a lot of fun. Um, a bunch of you guys came back. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so normally with our podcast, what we do is we talk about news, um, and then we'll go into a topic, but for today... Because we're doing this Toys for Tots drive, we decided we're going to share a little bit about ourselves. And we are talking about toys. Uh, toys we loved as kids. Toys that we didn't have, but we wish we did. And then, because we're all gigantic man babies, uh, toys that we still want today. Um, we are going to do a trivia question for the $50 gift card. And we're going to do some other stuff. And I've got some shirts here to give away. Um, they're really nice. They're done by Flying Pork Apparel. Say hi, Brad. Um, he's an amazing t-shirt designer here in Cincinnati. He does all of our stuff. Um, and he's awesome. All right, so getting started. Kenny, you are the guest. I am. So uh, I am Cousin Kenny. I'm the store manager from the toy department, a local Cincinnati toy store here in Fairfield. And I'm here to talk about toys. And you've been on the show more than anybody else who isn't a host. I mean, is it three or four times? I, I think, think this is number five. This is five. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, well actually, it's probably more than that if you count the Ohio toys. Yeah, like uh, a lot, the live yeah. appearances yeah, or so. whatever. I don't remember those. Anyway, so we are going to give you uh, first crack. Hey, Troy. Um, what was a toy like? So we'll just kind of go back and forth. Um, what was your favorite? What was a toy you loved as a kid? I mean, I'll start from the top. I was uh, particularly attached to a G.I. Joe figure from the early 90s from the Ninja Force line. Uh, it was Ninja Force Zartan. He had these obnoxious neon green pants and an orange mohawk. He's tattooed on my leg for the audio listeners. Um, <clears throat> and it was by far my favorite action figure growing up. I mean, G.I. Joes in general were awesome, as a, I'm sure some of you will talk about in a moment, but uh, yeah, that was one of my favorites. Cool. All right, D, you're up. I'm trying to think if I had, uh, so Transformers, you know, I love G.I. Joe, but Transformers were probably my favorite toys. And this right here for the listening audience. <laughs> Theater of the mind. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, the original Optimus Prime, but I would probably say the one I have right here, Fortress Maximus. Yeah. That was probably my favorite just because of how I got it. It was one of those that I wanted for Christmas we could never get. Mm -hmm. And probably four or five months after Christmas, my dad came, and came home and he's like, Daryl, you, you, you have some mail or something like that. And then I, you <laughs> know, I'm like, okay, whatever. And I come in in this huge box transformers in there were you like that kid with the uh the n64 like holding it up like you just <laughs> climbed the stairs after training to fight clubber lang Pr pretty much okay so. and evidently that's how i was when i found some of these so i found some <laughs> of these things in our, our in my old home i grew yeah. up in and this is probably about a month ago where i found these and my reaction was that of a five-year-old my sister was there and she told everybody how I think he just evolved 40 years <laughs> when this happened. So, but yeah, Transformers, and just because of the story, I, I really love this one. Yeah, nice. So. Uh, all right, so my one of my favorites was the uh, 
the LJN Thunder Tank. Does, there, does anyone remember Thundercats? All right, so there was this, the, they had a tank, and it, it only fit two of the characters. Um, but I only had Lionel. Uh, but anyway, it was great because, like, you could, like, interact with it, and, like, the claws would pop up, and there was, like, a cannon that came out of the back, and it would shoot things. Um, but it had tank treads. And um, so, like Daryl, like, I'm in my four, mid-40s, we had a basement with, like, this, like, shag-type carpet, like, was awful. And the tank treads just would not go. So I ended up taking them off and I lost them and I was devastated because I lost them. Um, but it was, my, it was like one of my favorite toys. I played with it all the time. I actually took it in the car with me everywhere we went. It was like my security blanket. Um, but then I lost it. And I didn't lose it by like leaving it somewhere. I lost it because we had a family friend and her son was like six, seven years younger than me and my brother. And he told us he liked to clean. So we made him clean the entire house and do all of our chores for a day. And my parents came and they're like, you have to give him a toy and you're giving him that one because it's one of your favorites. So I never saw it again and it made me sad. Lesson learned? Lesson learned, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, uh, that's how Cain and Abel happened, right? When, when he, well, so when Jacob got into his 20s, I got him really good. So like, I got, I got, my, my, my payback was, was long and, and simmering, but good. it was uh, also vicious and evil, so... <laughs> All right, next one. All right, so I, uh, as a kid, you know, I was born in 87, so a lot of 90s stuff's going to be on my list. You are a decade younger than us. Exactly. Um, I mean, I had some hand-me-downs, some early Joe stuff, but um, I was getting a lot of the early 90s. And early 90s, Kenner out of Cincinnati, uh, they were making some killer Batman toys. Mm -hmm. And the, the the Kenner Batman line was... Probably the the second biggest part of my childhood, man. Yeah. The, um, whether it was the, you know, I think forever there was the Batmobile that turned into the Batplane that turned into the Batboat. There was like, and I didn't even want like regular Batman. I wanted Arctic Batman, right. Deep Dive Batman, all the wacky, ridiculous, because they were toys and they were awesome. Yeah, and they, they there was like a comic book version of all of those wacky ones. Right. Especially in the 80s, like pre-Frank Miller and, and all of that. So. Oh, like Bruce Wayne with the yeah. snap-on armor. I mean, Kenner was making I toys. Think, I think that one is still at Queen City Comics. I believe it. Yeah. yeah. So in that back room there. Uh, RD, what do you got next? So I had my honorable mention is, I was just telling Cousin Kenny before we started recording how I was right, you know, you as well, Brian. Yeah. You know, Star Wars started in 76. Oh, so yeah. we were kind of young, but my, my brother was seven and a half years older than me so he got some of those but i do remember probably right when return of the jedi came out and we just kind of did this gold circle run of some of these you know these kenner star wars you know those small action figures so those were my that's my kind of honorable mention but going back to the the actual the action figures i really love the 3.75 inch were the gi joes and I don't know how many of those I had. I, I, those were the ones that I would just go out in the backyard. I would, like you know, so you know how cats they'll you have a box and cats will just get in and play yeah. with it. Well, that was you. Yeah, you just pretty get much. Box I would have a box. Oh, this is box. this is their headquarters right here because I never had the you know the Cobra Terror Dome or anything like that. So I would just use these cardboard boxes or something. You know, we had a pretty decent backyard and. Yeah, you know, I, I collected GI Joes for a while, and I'm kind of, and we'll go back into this like yeah. later on, but like the seven inch ones that they have out now, 
And also when the 30th, I think it was the 30th anniversary rolled around. With the, the 25th. Yeah, the yeah. card backs. Yes. Yeah. I have about 20, 25 of those. Just Ooh, nice. You know, just in a you know nice little storage bin, untouched. Pretty cool. Those were awesome. Did you yeah. have any? Uh, did you have many of the Joe vehicles when you were a kid? So I yeah, I was talking to Matt over here, and the vehicles I I could think of. I had the I, what was? Do you remember the? Was it the Tiger Shark? The yeah. plane? Yeah, I had the Tiger Shark. I had um, the helicopter with Wild Bill. Nice. I had some of the ground vehicles. You know, speaking of Zartan, the Dreadnoughts. Oh yeah. Uh, I had the the Blackbird, the Cobra Blackbird. And there was one that I really wanted that it's on this list okay. that I will talk about in the next segment. Wow, but you guys are spoiled. You had all the vehicles and <laughs> yeah. stuff. Like, had, you know, like, like the only vehicle I had was literally that Thunder Tank. <laughs> yeah, when, with Joe vehicles, there weren't a lot of them in the 90s. Right. But I, had, I had hand-me-downs from an uncle, and I had the original APC, and it was missing the canopy. But you could still fit, like, 25 G.I. Joes in that thing. And... As a kid, oh. it was just the craziest. Yeah, so I never our, had that. Our big thing with the GI Joes was when it snowed. We had this um, this hill by our driveway that would form this huge bank, and we would essentially build like the Hoth like base, and we would do GI Joe versus Star Wars, <laughs> but we would inevitably lose all of the figures until spring. Um, but those GI Joes were like tanks. They just you pull them out as long as that O ring didn't like dry rot. Uh, like they all cool. are now. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, all right, so mine, uh, my next one was the Silverhawk action figures. Uh, does anyone remember Silverhawks? So, Wings I, of I, silver, nerves of steel. I'm, you know, partly metal, mostly real. Um, I'm sticking to that Thundercats universe. Is your chrome um, flaking these days, too? No, because okay. uh, I, I don't have them anymore. Huh. So, uh, and I, I actually had a, a, a chance to buy all of them from Jeff for like $50. Ooh. And I was like, oh, I don't, I, and I'm so stupid. Mr. Shot. Right. Um, <laughs> but I love them. They were based on um, the, the, like, because of the popular, the Rankin Bass, Thundercats figures, they made this cartoon Silverhawks. And I preferred Silverhawks because it was out in space and, you know, nerd. Um, and shiny. And shiny. Guitar. Uh, it did have the guitar, like the right. Mirage. I wanted the Mirage so bad. Um, but, the, you know, Hot Licks was the guitar. The guitar had a name. The guitar was a character. It was so cool. But I loved, awesome. <laughs> I loved those figures, right? They, the 80s were like a weird acid fever dream <laughs> of, uh, like, you kind of wonder why everyone, Daryl and I's age, are all screwed yeah. up. When so, you do the, when they, Shay, you know what I'm talking about. When you watch the, uh, they do the toys that made a show on Netflix, and you'll, like, like watch these guys kind of, like, laugh and look off camera when they'll just, oh, yeah. like, reference the office antics that were going on at the time. Yeah. When we were at Celebration, those guys, when I don't know if you sat in on their panel or not. Oh, no, you had left. You were gone already when they did the, the Toys That Made Us panel uh, at Celebration in Chicago. Oh, yeah, I that. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, it was just all, like, you know, ridiculous. Um, one of the cool things about living in Cincinnati, being a Kinnertown and being, like, just an action figure guy is we had three dads who worked at the plastic molding uh, injection stuff and so like the one dad he would come home with like a rainbow color of stormtroopers and just dump them out and be like everybody take 10 uh, and i wish i still had those like we would light them on fire we would blow them up with firecrackers i wish know. i'd had a friend that had a parent that worked in toys yeah much less one that worked at kenner in the 80s and 90s when they were making some of the coolest toys to come yeah, out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I knew somebody because I'm thinking of some of the toys I had, like the, no, you know, again, one of my favorite shows, Knight Rider back in the day and the kit night 2000 and some of the other stuff. And I'm wondering, 
because I don't remember getting them for Christmas presents or just, oh, you were good. So here, there you go. But I'm pretty sure I knew there was somebody either in my family or you know, a family friend that did work for one of those places. And we got in well, like schools in the area back in the day, like they would do field trips to Kenner and then Kenner would give the kids toys like as partly you, know, you get to pick like one of three different toys mm-hmm. from the factory tour. So we'll, we'll get collections in the store all the time. And people are like, oh, yeah, I got this on a on a field trip. And the craziest thing is when you get um, when you talk to people who are like, yeah, my uncle worked at Kenner and he gave me this prototype to play with. And you're like, yeah, that's an original prototype. And it was just an action figure to you. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was we, we, we made a pizza at Domino's for my field, one of my field trips. So we didn't get to go to Kenner. <laughs> We did Noble Romans. Do you remember that? <laughs> so, uh, all right. So my next one in the Star Wars line, especially with Kenner, is the uh, the vintage 20-inch Chewbacca stuffed Wookiee. Who just did that? Was that you? <laughs> anyway. Uh, so I got this thing from Family Phone when I was like one or two, and it was my best friend. Like, I took him everywhere. I had him until I was like eight, and like he was fruit flea-ridden. He didn't, like, he smelled. He still had a bandolier. But it was just my parents were like, it's time. We got to, like, you're going to get sick. Like, this, it's, you're going to get mange or something from this. Maybe gout. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I remember him because he was great. And he was, uh, he was super, he was my, he was like my same size for so long. Because I was little as a kid. And uh, it was just fun to have, like, a partner in crime to go around and, and just, like, mess stuff up. And then I'd blame it on Chewy. Um, but then I also, um, we, Chewy and I would play cards. We played poker. So you were basically Calvin and Hobbes. I w- we were Calvin and Hobbes, 100%. <laughs> um, I-, I wasn't quite as uh, smart as Calvin. Like, I never answered the phone and said I'd like to order a pepperoni pizza with anchovies. You've got a bit of a Calvin look in your eyes, though, now that, uh, now that I see that. <laughs> That's a fact right there. <laughs> <laughs> for, the, uh, for the listening audience. Of course. Um, but no, that was great. But the other, So the last one I want to talk about was, um, do you remember the Starcom Starmax? Oh, yeah. figures. I had the bomber shuttle and that was just the coolest thing because they had the magnets in their feet um, and they would stick and like, you know, you could play with it upside down and it was just the coolest thing and I was like, that was right around the time when um, the Challenger had blown up which was horrible but like I had a hard time dealing with that as a kid because I love space and all of that stuff and I was like, maybe I want to be an astronaut and my parents were like, slow down, slow down and that's, pick something more your speed. You could be a janitor at NASA. Um, but so I really liked the Starcom figures because they, they kind of helped me like cope with that like trauma of watching it on TV at school explode right. yeah. with a teacher on board. You know, it was, it was just, uh, but they were great. They were awesome toys. I've actually almost bought them from the toy department yeah. like several times I've been in there and I've been like talking to Chris. I'm like, I think I'm going to get this. That's what I was actually no. going to ask you if you've ever thought about chasing down the Chewbacca. So, um, I have. But just to have like a, I, a dinner uh, guest, I don't need. I you know I mean a drinking buddy. I, I have a, I have a fourteen year old daughter who is you know half Irish, half Portuguese. So Daryl's sick, hairy and enough. you need someone to so. fill in on the podcast for you. Chewbacca could. That's what Matt's for. Oh okay. <laughs> See, he does the Wookiee just just fine. All right. So what else do you guys have? Um. So I was gonna talk. Power Rangers briefly because I'm young and 90s and all that, but uh, I think I'm going to go with controversy instead. And uh, a lot of people, you know, Star Wars gets a lot of love, right? Kenner was doing great things with it, 70s through the 80s, through Power of the Force. 
even Power of the Force 2 with its <laughs> He-Man Luke and all that all he, that terribleness. He, you know, he just did a couple cycles of roids. He right, was fine. Right. He, like, he got his Barry Bonds on. Right, but I'm going to talk about the superior science fiction action figure line of the time, the Playmates Star Trek figures. Uh, while worthless now... I can, I can mute you right now. <laughs> I like how you say it, while worthless now. Yeah. While they're currently worthless, they are the superior figure. The playability was incredible. The play sets were so much better than what they were getting out of the Star Wars. Bridge? The, bri- the bridge? The bridge was the greatest thing ever. I don't even have room to display the bridge, but I have it because it's awesome. It had working doors and it had the seats and you could yeah, you could connect them too. Did mm-hmm. you know that? You can connect. I the, did not know that. They did an engineering play set and a transporter room and you can connect them to the bridge and have something that's almost the size of a flag. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, it, and it's one of those. If you don't those, know, the flag is the uh, the aircraft carrier from oh, yeah, G.I. Joe. The eight so, foot, yeah. you know. Um, but the other crazy thing about Playmates was that they were one of those lines that Star Wars eventually became, which is they just had the exhaustive mm-hmm. roster of figures. I mean, it was one-off versions. You know, it was uh, Worf in the cowboy outfit and Jordy when he was turning into, like, the melting <laughs> alien and all of the, you know, so. Uh, the, the only one of those I had was Riker. <clears throat> Ooh, was it Lieutenant Riker in the yellow? It was from, was no, no, cheap? it was in the red. He was in the red. So. The yellow one's but, the good one. Yeah, I don't know. It was, the, it was my favorite character, so. so. You know, again... A little out of that 80s window, yeah. but I loved Playmates Trek. All right. So. What do you got? So I didn't have any of those, um, <laughs> but I did have a lot of He-Man, Ooh. and I love those. <laughs> I, I, I Not only the figures, I didn't have a lot of the, I had the, what is that, the, the green and orange flying vehicle they had? The Wind Raider? Yeah, I had that. I had the, uh, like that battle ram. Yep, yep. And then I had both Castle Grayskull Ooh. and uh, Snake Mountain. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Do you have the cats? I had. No, I did have uh, Battle Cat. Nice. I did not have uh, Skeletor. Battle Cat's cooler. Yeah. But those <laughs> were again. You know, they, it's not like they were like the GI Joe figures that you know you could pose all around. Right. You know, they they were just this. You know, up, down. I think the best thing about them is the heads were, like, rubber and squishy. Yeah. Like, the rest of it was, like, this hard-molded plastic and then the squishy head that the hair would flake off. Like, all the paint. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The paint app would fade off. And I will say this. The new ones that they have out, the kind of the retro figures with, they have more, you know, points of articulation. Those look pretty good because they have, they, they are taking what we had and they're just improving upon it. Right. And I mean, the revelation figures are great, but I can't support that because that first season of that show was garbage. But <laughs> I am thinking about checking out some of those these updated retro figures because, again, it's one of those things when you look at them, they still have that same build, almost yep. that same mold as what I grew up on. Yeah. It's just they're they're just improved them. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I picked up the scare glow because he's mm-hmm. a glowing skeleton man, <laughs> and that's awesome. And he glows in the dark. Um, so I've messed around with a couple of them, and, and it's exactly like you're saying. You know, they maintained the original designs in such a good way, but they they updated them, mm-hmm. and now you don't have to worry about playing with and posing a hundred and fifty dollar figure. You can buy it for fifteen dollars and get yeah. the same effect. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. Any honorable mentions? Um, I mean, you know, I gave Power Rangers a shout out. Mm-hmm. Lots of you know, I don't really 
I don't mess with Transformers. Robots and I don't get along, but uh, <laughs> Power Rangers robots were pilotable, so they were vehicles. Yep. They're not sentient, so that's acceptable. But other than that, I mean, I think I covered it. You had that one run-in with the Roomba, and you just <laughs> never forget the robots. It, so. It'll haunt me forever. <laughs> Any so, honorable mention? Like, two honorable mentions is, remember Mask? Yeah. Mobile, was it Mobile Action Strike Command yeah. with the K? With the K. Yeah, I had those figures, line, yeah. and then I have, you know, for the listening audience, I brought my only two die-cast metal Voltron figures, the yellow lion and the blue lion. Don't know why I never finished the collection. I did have a, the plastic version of these that I did have all five, and again, these were just, these figures are so, I mean, this, I mean, again, this is like 30 plus years old. You could give someone a concussion with one of those. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Like, anyone want to volunteer in the audience? <laughs> Patrick, come here. <laughs> yeah, and and it's just I would say those are, are my two you know honorable mentions. So I, I'm right there with you on mask. Like that was the one. Like every Christmas, every birthday, it's like I just want mask. I don't care. I've actually bought three of the in the box ones yeah. from Toy Department. Do you remember your? You guys remember your favorite pieces? Uh, Rhino was my favorite. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, the um, the helicopter. Oh. Um, the the, the the bike the bike no, the motorcycle yeah. helicopter I had know? that one so I, I have to go with the uh, the Camaro the yeah that, I mean I I love that Matt I, tracker yeah I love that one did uh did either of you luck out enough to get the the Boulder Hill playset no nope. but my neighbor had it and it was pretty no, I never cool. had that so the, I uh, just I had probably half a dozen maybe yeah. but I I, I I distinctly remember playing with with you know Matt Striker, uh, his car, the car all day. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever see? So you were talking about the 25th Joe line mm -hmm. in that same era. Did you see or are you aware that they made a modern four-inch Matt Tracker figure? No, I did yeah, not. Scale as your GI Joes. Yep. So I was not aware of that. that. Since you're a Matt Tracker guy, apparently you should uh, <laughs> you should keep an eye out for that. It's pretty cool. I've seen it. It's it's expensive though. It's it's decent. Yeah. People are people are pretty frustrated. They're like. Why is Hasbro sleeping on mask? Like, even if you revitalized it as a four-inch line, it's like... So, oh, that would um, be amazing. Because, yeah. I mean, they're doing some great stuff over the last few years with G.I. Joe classified figures. I mean, right. no, I love those figures. And yeah. talk so about that. So, I almost want my Hasbro going to Hasbro shirt. Right. Because, you know... Right. Uh, they they are frustrating. But Okay, so I had one more um, honorable mention. And it was slot car racing. Like, do you remember the slot car racers? where it was the little pin that stayed yeah. in the track. And um, it was all about, like, to get my brother to walk by the track at the right time and, like, shoot it off the corner <laughs> and hit him. That was, like, that was my favorite game. Is to this play. tied to the Thunder Tank? No, oh, no, okay. no, no, no. That was my actual brother, you know. It's just, it, it, was, more, it was more like the, the whole, like, older brother picking on the little brother in a way that's like, it's an accident. I don't know why it keeps falling off the track. Um, <laughs> All right. Steve Rogers wouldn't like you. He'd be like, I don't like bullies. <sighs> well, he gave up, so. <laughs> he quit. <laughs> Truth. All right. So, uh, toys we wanted but never got. Daryl, why don't you lead us off? So, you all mentioned a few minutes ago the aircraft carrier flag, which I wanted that, never got it. But there was another one, G.I. Joe vehicle, the Defiant. Speaking about space, Brian, I, I, it's like I remember seeing all these commercials with it, and you know, sometimes in comic books, you know, you had you remember the comic book ads you would have of all that stuff, and 
it, it was just at the time it was pretty pricey and there was just so much because I was getting Transformers, G.I. Joe, He-Man. I mean, I, it, it was one of those things I really wanted and I would go to the store or something and see it, but it was, and that, I think that was right, right around the time also I was getting into video games. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, there's only so much money to go around. There's and, an opportunity cost there too. Yeah. Where if, you know, do you get this giant thing or do you get, I mean, I don't know what it would have been like 10 figures or right. multiple transformers or, and, I mean, it's a giant pretty shuttle, but. And that's, that's kind of where it, it came from is the fact that even then I was thinking along those lines of, okay, I know they're going to, if they give this for me, I'm not going to get all of these. So it was just, you know, just, it's a sad thing that I never got it, but, and I was actually, when we were, when I sent this to Brian, we were, I was looking on eBay and seeing, seeing what this thing goes for. And I was like, bad time to shop for vintage Joe's. Yeah. Should have done it about two or three years ago. Yeah, I know. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It's a, it's one of those pieces, you know, it's up there with the flag for people, I think, as far as just giant iconic and yeah, you're, you know, you're a kid, you can't, you can't help yourself if it's like, well, I just need all these figures instead or. What do you got? Well, um, mine was uh, usually lines that I missed out on, um, whether it was from age or parents' budget or whatever the case may be. And uh, the first choice I had was the Hasbro WWF wrestling figure line. Right, Going out of the 80s into the early 90s, wrestling was incredible. And Hasbro made these fantastic little, like, four-inch, super colorful with you know punching or throwing action looked like they walked right out of the sega vi- mm-hmm. you know the sega genesis <laughs> video game that i that i played and uh i had a couple of friends that had a handful of them and uh i wanted them so and so badly you stole all of them no never never had one even <laughs> yeah yeah i got to play with them a couple times and now as an adult they're you know all the characters i like are way too expensive to ever mess with but yeah yeah, I mean, they you know, dozens of characters, and you know, they looked like they walked out of a video game, and that was so. Yeah, I appealing. remember those. They were awesome. Yeah. So. Uh, all right, so I had two. Um, one was the Kenner X-wing, the original X-wing fighter, where R2 didn't come out, but you press him, and it would like make everything like light up and happen. Um, and uh, you needed two AA batteries, so my parents were always like, "Well, it needs batteries." So we're not going to get it. Like, that Thunder Tank didn't need batteries. But, like, it needed batteries. But literally six kids on our street had it. And I was like, man, I just want to be a part of Rogue Squadron with them and, and run around in the, in the yard. And, and, no, it was just all for naught. But it was amazing. It was, it's still the coolest, like, X-Wing I've ever, like, wanted are, to see. What are those something like that going <laughs> for now? I haven't priced one in a while. Um, usually Chris handles the vintage Star Wars stuff, but uh, they're not inexpensive. They are, they're, especially if you want them not yellowed. Uh, yeah, but again, because they're awesome, it's one of the coolest spaceships ever created. Mm-hmm. You know. yeah. yeah, and it fit the figures, and yeah, it was awesome. Um, all right, then my other one was the Sega Dreamcast. Like this, like uh, my cousin had a Sega Dreamcast, and I remember the 2K NFL game. And uh, he would get so mad at me because I would always play as the Atlanta Falcons because uh, they had the Dirty Bird. So you could do like you could run like Bo Jackson in Tech Mobile. But then I forget who the uh, the tight end was, but there was this little tight end out play that was a first down every time until you got to the end zone. So then I'd run it in. 
Um, but the, it, the whole thing about the Sega uh, Dreamcast, if you remember, it was supposed to learn when you played the games, and it never did. It, was, it, it never learned. So I have a funny Dreamcast story. So this was when I was in college. It, well, I mean, yeah, the Dreamcast came out in, what, 99 or 98 or oh, 99? Oh, no, it was like Sega Dreamcast. way before that. No, it was, no you were talking about the it, Genesis. So. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was 9 nine ninety nine. That's when yeah. it came out. But... It was, so, I mean, I wasn't really a kid then, yeah. but like, you it, was, were like it doesn't matter. Um, I was, <laughs> I was older than twenty. So, but no, for that is that I did this scratch off for something, and it said, and this it was like, say this is November fifth, and that was like the cutoff day, and and I got this November fourth, uh, and I'm like, hey, I want it, and I tried to take a picture of it and send it in, and of course, I never heard from them. Uh, so, I would have won a Dreamcast. I um, I uh compromised and got the N64 instead. Ooh. Well, I wanted pot racing. Sure. I mean, 64, like, <laughs> on, on, on a longer timeline was the better bet. Yeah. You know, Dreamcast was relevant for a, a year before yeah. its oh, launch got eaten. Yeah. Yeah. So. I got a Dreamcast probably in 2004. So, like, five or six yeah. years later. It was, yeah. like, 99 bucks. Yeah. Like, you know, because... People stopped making games for it, and then Sega just disappeared and made Sonic. Yeah, they just—they're just—they just make games now. Yeah. Like they like they just stop with the hardware. Yeah, which. Um, yep. I did have uh, another line there that yeah. I never got, which was the uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from Playmates. Yeah. Another iconic line. They sort of took the Masters of the Universe designs that we talked about and. Um, and ran with them, and, and again, similar to Motu in that it was just a giant cast of characters, super bright and colorful, tons of awesome vehicles, and never got a one. Yeah, that was a, those were stout figures. They were great. Yeah. Those were ones, they weren't die cast, but they could definitely give you a concussion if you threw them at someone with that turtle <laughs> yeah. shell. So. Yeah, and they weathered pretty well over the... You know the 35 years since they came out or whatever they're yeah. still pretty tough. oh yeah i mean you know they're that bright green plastic molded plastic and oh and they had like so. the star trek turtles and like the universal monsters turtles sports turtles rock star turtles yeah yeah <laughs> even as an adult i think i've only ever bought one and it's because he had an orange mohawk and you and your orange mohawks it goes back to that other figure i talked about earlier now i just collect orange mohawks have you seen the uh so they're doing ultimate turtles yeah they're coming out i think next year maybe there's a couple there's two waves of ultimate two or three waves of ultimate turtles out already mm -hmm. but i saw that they just showed off the the um undercover raft mm -hmm. with the trench coat and the hat oh. it's just that that super seven price point scares me off the, super yeah. seven is so expensive I, I tell you what the turtles i liked were the ones that they did the mashup with wwe Oh yeah. So I've the, got the, the couple uh, years ago. I've got the Ultimate Warrior Donnie and the oh. Finn Balor oh, Leo. I know that. Okay, yeah. Third, I've seen third, that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I always wanted the John Cena Leo, Leo one just because it was like you know John Cena. Uh, who cares? But but could you see it? No, that was the problem. But made in Taiwan or made in China? Well, I mean, if it's John Cena, it's definitely made in China. <laughs> so and he's apologizing for it too in Mandarin. In Mandarin. <laughs> so. But, you know, I mean, there's so many, like, the, the whole, the, this was the hardest one to think of, right? Like, what, what didn't I get that I wanted? And it's like, I want so much. <laughs> right. Um, I wasn't, like, greedy, but I love toys. Like, I remember, like, now, like, with Target, like, the toy aisle in air quotes, it's, like, barren. 
And I remember you'd walk down the aisle and there'd be like 500 Star Wars figures on pegs. Overwhelmed with choices. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, I don't even know what I want. And it's like, and then they would do things where like, if you bought enough, you could send the UPCs in and get a free figure yeah. that they never sent you. Um, but uh, now, well, actually, the, they now the Defiant yeah. would be the only thing on the shelf for Daryl. Right. There would be no figures to choose from. Exactly. So he, you know, like. he could definitely get it. Yeah, um, yeah uh, I was oh, on the way in, I was talking, talking to Matt about how you know, I have this path. When I go into any target, I have a certain path to go to. And, and I know I'm setting myself up for disappointment. Every now and then you'll find a nice little gym. You're, you'll be surprised that it's there. But, yeah, it, it's disappointing how the toy section is sometimes in these stores now. So the Target by Us has a really sneaky thing that they do. And, like, the stuff that's brand new, they hide in one of the cases in the video game section. So you have to look and ask for it. And that's how I've gotten all these AEW figures, right? Is I just go, I'm like, I would like those. And they're like, well, you can only get one. I'm like, no, I can get one of each. That's your rule. And, you know, so. Um, but, yeah, it, it's just, yeah, like, I just remember, like, do you remember Van Lunen's? What was that? Van Lunen's. Was that a yeah, store? Yeah, yeah, I do remember, do remember that, that one? We see the price tags come yeah. in on old stuff in the store, so, but it was before my time. Yeah, they had this amazing, like, toy section that was like, it was like they dropped KB toys in the middle of a department store. It was really neat. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, with the toy department, though, um, we're going to segue into that. Oh, um, sure. So, with the, with the toy department, if there's vintage toys that you missed as a child, yeah. you can, um, what was the address again? 6600 Dixie Highway, Unity, Fairfield, Ohio, 45014. <laughs> You're a good man and thorough. I just, I got into a rhythm of speaking it clearly online to like, yeah. or on the phone to customers sure. and whatever. So, yeah. so, all right. So Kenny has a $50 gift card to the toy department and we have a little uh, trivia question and we're going to play this by raising your hand. Put your hand down. You're not going to win, Kevin. So, um, ready to rock? Okay. So, I need, uh, I need you to tell me an R-rated movie that Kenner had a toy line for. There's multiple to choose from. We got one over there. Let's, let's get in the mic. Ooh. Hellraiser. That was not a Hell killer raised. line. No. Nope. Go sit down. Oh. <laughs> nope. That was not a killer no. line. <laughs> I don't think they made figures back then. Terminator. Terminator. There it is. There you go. Congratulations, Matt Mitchell. <laughs> we uh, we also would have accepted RoboCop, Alien, Terminator 2, Predator, Police Academy. Uh, they they I, were. I they can't have believe Academy? they made Police yeah. Academy. Toys. Kenner was uh, <laughs> dabbling in all of the R-rated properties for your children, Cincinnati. Of course. Now all I want to do is find a Steve Gutenberg action figure. I think I got your fix. So for less than three dollars. Oh no. <laughs> or the Commandant. I might find oh, I might find a Van Loon's price sticker that says three dollars. There we go. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> we can't honor that. So, um, Anyways, all right. 
Enjoy your gift card. Yeah, Matt. So, and where was that again? Where's the toy department again? 6600 Dixie Highway, Unit T, Fairfield, Ohio, 45014. And where else can they find the toy department? Uh, toydepartment.net, at Toy Department on Instagram, Facebook. I think we're Toy D-E-P-T on TikTok now because... Is we James, have to go wait, where the is people are. James doing the TikToks? No, unfortunately. Oh, are you me. are you going to do TikTok ads? No, we don't do any of that. <laughs> just, just like, <laughs> can you can you can you do any of the TikTok dances? I don't actually appear on camera on our TikTok. I just what? show off toys and play some nerdy music over. Although we did have so most of our videos are like two thousand views. Nothing matters. We're at like fifty five thousand right now because <laughs> we opened up a we cut open and opened a vintage Kenner Imperial shuttle and recorded it. <laughs> oh, unboxing videos or yeah. Yeah, but this was a Yeah, this is one old, yeah, you know, really expensive unboxing yeah. video. So I've uh just kind of funny video idea. The you know the the Haslabs barge. Oh yeah. I've entered every single thing to try and win that one because I want to blow it up. Did you enter our giveaway? I did. I did okay. Um but uh, yeah, no, I just I, I just want to like get it and, and blow it up specifically because I know one person in town would do anything to get one, <laughs> and I'm gonna do it and do a Facebook ad garnered strictly to him to show the video over and over again. That is a deep pettiness, and I appreciate it. <laughs> well, I did learn that from watching you. So, <laughs> but um, all right. So we, we've been we've been talking about the past, right? We've been talking about toys, the toys of yore. Um, or in Matt's case, the stick in a hoop. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, Brad didn't even have a stick in a hoop, so. <laughs> anyway, um, so now let's, let's, let's fast forward to today, right? Mm -hmm. There's a ton, like, toys are, are super popular. There's Netflix series about the toys that made us. There's all these shows that we loved as kids that are being rebooted and bastardized and It's torn arguably apart. the best time to be into toys between right. the retro and the, the the new stuff and Well and it seems like for every retro line they come out with a new version of that of line, which is kinda great because there's a here's lot the of bait. really good right. <laughs> and here's so. the new drug. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like the G.I. Joe toys for example, right? They um the uh, classified. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're really cool. And, like, I see that Flint figure warming the, the, the pegs every every store I go to. I'm like, oh, you know, that's my favorite Joe. I'm going to get it. But it's like, no, I'm not. I just don't care. Hasbro ignored G.I. Joe for years. Yep. And then they come out with the retro line, which is reissues of the 25th and, yep. you know, Pursuit of Cobra figures. And then you get the, the classified. And now they're bringing back O-ring figures and... Oh, are they? Yeah, yeah, so the Sky Striker comes with O-ring figures, uh -huh. and they showed off a Snake Eye Storm Shadow O-ring 2-pack, yeah. too. But Classified's great. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they're also doing they're cool next year. Uh, I don't know if they came out now or they're coming out early next year. They're doing Ultimate figures. Yeah, so yeah, so uh, Hasbro has gotten really liberal with their license. So they're doing Reaction figures with Super 7. Mm -hmm. They're doing Ultimates with Super 7 based on the cartoon designs. Yeah, and right. then um, 3-0 has the rights to make 12-inch like similar to Hot Toys style, yeah. you know, figures, and it's there's wild times out there for GI Joe. That's another kind of toy I bought from you guys is the Hot Toy uh, Batman Beyond. So on the the note of classified, you uh, you dabbled with some classified, Daryl. Yeah. So when I when they first came out, I, I actually because on the on the back of doing that 25th anniversary, 
I, I saw the classified and I was I was all in for them. And there was a release of Cobra Island where it was Target exclusive. And again, this is this is what happens with collectibles, whether it be Hasbro, whether it be Funko Pop, which is something else that I collect a lot. And uh, I, I might be surpassed by somebody in the audience who's collecting Funko Pops now. <laughs> but like when you get these specialized or you know ex- store exclusives, <laughs> that's how they get you. Yeah, and it's so frustrating. And what happened was like there were probably like six or seven figures of this Cobra Island. They were Target exclusives. Mm-hmm. You know, they get released say 9 a.m. Okay, it's 8:58. I'm here. Oh. I'm online. Oh, there's a figure. Oh, it's gone. It's not even 901. So that kind of, that soured me. That happened twice uh, on two separate release of probably like a half a dozen figures or something. So I just stepped away for a bit. And so I didn't get your, fl- I didn't get your Flint. I didn't get Lady J and some of these other ones. But then, but now you know, they're peg warmers. Pulse. So you're all right. What was that? Now they're peg warmers. So you're all right. <laughs> so they had PulseCon a few weeks ago. And I saw the, the BAT troop, which is, oh, that looks so good. It's killer. Yeah. Didn't get that, of course, because I, I wasn't sure I was going to go back into it. Wait, did you sign up for the um, premium, Pulse Premium? Yes. Okay. So I, but the, I, I kind of had stepped away. I was like, I'm not going on Hasbro anymore. And probably a week ago, one of the Co- two of the Cobra Island figures were Target exclusives. I saw a review, I think it was foosh.com or something mm-hmm. like that, that they, he, this, uh, they review the G.I. Joe figures. And I saw that it was uh, Firefly. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll check it out. I think people are finding Fireflies at Ross right now. Yeah. And it happened. I just went on target.com. Yeah. And it actually should be here in the next day or two. That's awesome. No, Wednesday, I think. So, And then, again, I know some of these are going to, because they're set, they're top, they're some of them are like timed exclusives. Yep. I know they said so. There, I think there were two different versions of the Battle Android Troopers, but yeah, the Python that, and the regular. So they both look really good. Not that the billion-dollar toy company needs my defense, but like <laughs> GI Joe had a tortured history over the last decade. Oh, where yeah. the the end of the three and three-quarter line was pretty poorly received. The fans mm-hmm. were waiting till it went to clearance stores to buy mm-hmm. it. So Hasbro let it lie for years classified launched and it was sort of a test bed and <laughs> you can tell by the way they've acted the way they've talked they did not expect it to hit like it did so when target ordered those cobra island exclusives at first they didn't know what they were dealing with mm-hmm. and uh it exploded obviously so hasbro did sort of the right thing four or five months ago hasbro and target got together re-ran the figures so baroness which used to be a 120 dollar piece is down to 40 to 60 dollars now mm-hmm. which is pretty close to retail and you yeah, because that's the one with she's the one she has the bike. The bike, she, yeah. Bike, yeah the, so. the Viper, um, that was a hundred plus. He's down to forty-ish now, and um, you can tell too. Like the bat, originally um, they were basing those early designs off that video game style, mm-hmm. and um, they went through, and you see it with Major Blood and Zartan and Flint and Lady J. They're like they're like from a different line from those original figures. It's because Hasbro went back and realized that the line was going to be big, and they learned what the fans wanted. And so now you see that bat and that alley viper, and it's like, whoa, these are sort of really iconic designs. And they've even gotten ahead of the shortages and said, you know, there's shipping delays. Some of them are going to hit before Christmas, but there's a whole another wave of them coming next year. So, like, be patient. And and, and I think that what that's what got me when, they, when I read that. And 
that, that's what you do. That's a good yeah. business right there. That's actually taken into account because, again, there's a lot of time. And, again, it's not just Hasbro that does this. Yeah. It's other companies that it seems like they don't listen to the fans. Yeah. And that's, that's actually heartening to hear that they actually do listen. That they're they, a, they're, they're actually a, taking fans into account. They're a giant ship, you know, and it take, you, you can't just magically make right. another 10,000 of a figure. It takes a long time to mm-hmm. rerun and get them overseas and change orders and change designs. And you really look and it's like, oh, six to eight months, you start to see the changes in the line. And, and you know, it, it was pretty heartening for me yeah. too. Well, and, and it's the fact that none of them are made anywhere but China too. So, you know, it, it's one of those things where there's a huge backup. There's, mm-hmm. you know, 30 toy companies right now making toys, not to mention all the independent toys that make all of their toys over there. And so, yeah, when you say it's like a giant ship, it 100% Literally, is. Literally, yeah, physically. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest problem with all of this stuff is the store exclusives, though. Well, so, and even Hasbro, I, they, they've pivoted this year, where Cobra Island was pretty mainline versions of characters yeah. that were exclusive. And so far, what we're seeing is they're giving us a Python Patrol Bat, mm-hmm. which is the Target exclusive, which is a repaint, and then um, Tiger Force Outback which tells me that we'll get a regular Outback in the regular line later because Hasbro repaints everything. Did you say Action Force? <laughs> um, <laughs> so it seems like, uh, you know, it seems like their, their move now is to put repaints mm-hmm. and reissues of store exclusives and leave the mainline characters yeah. to general retail so the guys like you don't get disheartened because, yeah. you know, I want a Viper, the, arguably one of the coolest army builders in the line. So I'll say, Daryl. Daryl's collected toys for a long time, but I, I've helped create a monster Uh-oh. Um, with the, with the level of collecting he's been doing over the last couple of years. Is he an enabler? This is true. Do you uh, need help? This is very yes, true. I'm Blink 100% an <laughs> You need rescued. So <laughs> I've cut back so far. Like I'm only getting vintage series Star Wars now. Wow. Um, and AEW. That's it. Like I. Those very AEW few. figures are really yeah. nice. I do very few black series. What about the McFarlane Nightwing repaints? Well, I do all of those. But, yeah. I mean, like, so there's, <laughs> yeah. like, a, there's certain characters, right, that I get. But, I mean, as far as, like, going after, like, the line, the, it's, it's literally the vintage series, Star Wars, and AEW. You can't, right you can't be a, com- a line completionist anymore with all the, all the stuff out there. There's so many yeah. awesome toys to choose from. It's... Yeah, you just have to kind of pick and choose. and Yeah, I stopped being a completionist probably yeah. like five years ago. Yeah, when imagine I'm trying just... to be a... You could be a Funko Pop completionist five years ago. You <laughs> um, <laughs> would go insane trying to do oh, it Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And I'm not actually the completionist uh, in, the, in, this, in this building right now, a Funko Pop line. Someone's getting outed right now. <laughs> Hi, Jess. <laughs> Jess, you want to come up here and talk about Funko Pops? <laughs> come on. Yeah, she got the... Uh, the, uh, you the said DC. she was going to come up and be on the show this time. Don't try to get me killed. <laughs> she, got she, she got the DC Funko Pop, the um, like the Day of the Dead figures. Oh, the uh, Sugar Pops. Skulls. Yes. Yeah, those are she awesome. She was like, I don't even know who this Blue Beetle is. And I mean, I really can't tell her about Blue Beetle either because I don't know a lot about it. His name is Jaime Reyes. He's the second Blue, third Blue Beetle. He's awesome. He's got a scarab that's stuck to his back, and it talks to him, and it tries to make him do bad things, but he's a hero, so he doesn't. It's pretty great. He likes Blue Beetle. So, I have like three Blue Beetle figures. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I think you know one of, one of the things with McFarlane, for example, um, the McFarlane DC figures are amazing. 
the McFarlane Dunes figures were the biggest disappointment ever because they don't even move. Like, they, you know, they move, but they don't. Um, the McFarlane Avatar figures, though, are amazing because they're 5-inch. And they're just really different from the, um, the Diamond Select ones, which I have all of. And they're garbage. Can we bring back the McFarlane like twisted fairy tale figures from? Oh, I'm sure he's on he's his a, way there. They're, He'll they're, do it sometime. He just those, he's talked about. He's talked about the the twisted. Yeah, I remember figures. seeing those in like back in the day at Media Play, and oh, yeah. oh, I got God, a couple of those. Play. See, we used to have so many places where we could go find stuff, and now it's Target. Yeah, in the toy department. In the toy department. And the toy department. <laughs> and we're, we're collectibles th- soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're so, on collectibles up in Springfield. Up in Springfield if you want to go and visit Homer Sims or uh, G.I. Joe. Yeah. I think it's hilarious that he lives in Springfield. <laughs> I really do. It <laughs> makes me laugh every time I think about it. Um, that was uh, Springfield, I believe, was also the hometown of Cobra, if I remember Well, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's why it yeah. makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, all right. So the toys that you have to have. We've been talking about, about this stuff. Um, so we each have a pretty big list here. Let's just do... One that we want, like, so, so, so much, or a line that we want, and then, like, one honorable mention. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, in the last couple years, you know, we were just talking about all the toys that are coming out. I've become a bit of a, a, bit of a size queen, if you will. <laughs> um, I, there's not enough space for all the awesome stuff, so... I'll still get a couple 6-inch, 12-inch figures here and there, um, but I've really started focusing in on the 4-inch line. There's a lot of really good indie companies out there that are making amazing 4-inch stuff, whether it's uh, international companies like Haya Toys and Acid Rain or uh, small guys that I'm friends with like Marauder Toys or Eagle Force or Boss Fight. Boss Fight. You know. Um, I have far too many of those. But if I'm going to get forced to... To make a, a single choice here, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little timely because yeah. the campaign is running this week. Right. But what I want, what I have to have more than anything right now, what I'm the most excited about is the Robo Skull Mark II, which uh, I don't expect anyone in the audience. Is it on Kickstarter or is it on Indiegogo? It's on Kickstarter right now. They got like five days left. They funded in a hundred minutes and they already hit like ten stretch goals. But <laughs> long story short, in the eighties, it's not gonna be that short. In the eighties uh, in the UK, a company called Palatoy had the rights to make what we know as G.I. Joe. And they had this enemy faction called the Red Shadows. The line was called Action Force, and they had these enemies called the Red Shadows. Are you, and, uh, are you allowed to say that? Uh, you know, it's a gray area. <laughs> um, so, anyways, the villains had a vehicle called a Robo Skull, and it was a bright red skull, human skull, with lasers and it's like laser guns in its eyes and big black wings on the side and like the dude would sit in the head and he would pilot around this skull murder machine and it's <laughs> super cool my cousin at Roma Collectibles has you know he introduced me to it and he sold it for sold the vintage one for years and uh, a friend of mine started a company earlier this year called Skeletron Toys and they're making a Robo Skull Mark II and I should have brought like a giant picture to show you how awesome it is um but, you know, it's got, like, he's updated a bunch of it, modern playability, modern functionality. It's got, like, a swap-out seat. For, well, like, the, a, the pictures you showed over the weekend from the thing in Iowa, yeah. it, it looks amazing. Yeah, I mean, he, he's engineered it with so much playability that, 
you know, it comes with a seat that you can swap out that you can put two four inch figures in or a six inch figure. Like, so it fits, you know, players of all scales. You know, you can put vintage O-ring figures in, modern Joes, G.I. Joe classified, Marvel Legends, that, you know. That's nice. And that's, yeah. I got to see it in person two days ago in Iowa and I am over the moon on this thing. I am... I've backed it to an amount I'm uncomfortable discussing in public. <laughs> so I hope, uh, I hope the actual production model like has that same color that that has in the pictures that I saw from everybody's pictures. Like if it was just one person, I'd be like, okay, somebody like doctored this. But I mean, it is so red. It is like the blacks are like so black. It, it just it pops with everything that it does. Yeah. And you know, I think a freaking skull with freaking laser beams is just we, you know, we unlock laser beams, swappable glow in the dark eyeballs. And like decals, so you can have a glow in the dark murder skull if you want. Like I, I am, there's he's got a bunch of figures on the Kickstarter that look awesome too. Not to undercut them, but I really just want this giant, giant flying skull. Like I'm ready to go into a coma for two years so I can wake up tomorrow and have this thing. It's going to be two years. I mean, you know, they say a year and a half, but I just I'm going to assume these shipping issues are never going to get resolved. <laughs> And it'll make it two years. Is he going to go like over to Indiegogo and do like in demand? Or is he just the Kickstarter's it? Uh, I mean, they'll open up a backer kit in like he said over the weekend that they're doing like a backer kit so you can add stuff. Well, they the go, backer kit is for the people who back it originally. I'm oh, saying the yeah. people who missed the campaign, is, does he have a has, plan for that? He has not discussed doing uh, taking pre orders outside of the Kickstarter window. Um, or any, he hasn't even outlined future plans for retail sale. Yeah. Um, so I think they're still ironing all that out. But cool, crazy, just a crazy thing. Google it. Look up the pictures. It won't, you will not be disappointed. I mean, I've looked at it a few times, and like I've had the like back, like you know, in the Kickstarter app, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I think no, the goal don't. was seventy six thousand, and they're over four hundred and thirty right now. Yeah, they hit a thousand backers over the weekend. Like, yeah, this thing is taking they, the, they didn't hit a million dollars. Not yet. They'll give us a million in sales eventually. Don't worry. So well, and they'll probably they'll probably actually ship this, and you know, um, I, I really should stop. <laughs> I'm gonna get you into trouble. So I've just added myself as your spy on the on that oh, no. on that on that group with you coming out. on the. Uh, yeah, no. Poor Daryl's like, what the hell are these crazy people right. talking about? <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna let you go last. So. Um, the one thing, like, obviously, like, the AEW figures, there's uh, a couple waves coming out. There's a Sting and a Ty Conti and uh, FTR figures coming out. But, um... No actually, CM Punk? Not yet. No. Okay. I mean, if they do, I'll get it. Okay. And then I'll get the American Dragon. I haven't um, shown that off yet. That seems crazy. Seems like they would make one immediately. Yeah, you thought they would have had one in the... Just, you know, molded, ready to go. Um, actually, one of the things I want the most is a resin 3D printer. So I can just make my own stuff. Yeah, make all your <laughs> so, own toys. Um, I mean, I have a crappy 3D printer right now, and I make stuff all the time, like stupid little ships and, you know, accessories for my one wheel. And, uh, like, having the resin, like, printer, like, it's like, sweet, now I can make shit for my bike. <laughs> that 3D printing stuff's getting wild. There's a dude online who makes action figures that have zip tie articulation. Yeah. You print, like, ten parts, and you put zip ties in the joints, and then you get an action figure that... Yeah, and when you do the resin, and then you, like, do the wash and the hardening, like, those things are unbreakable. They're freaking awesome, and, like, it's just slices that you put onto a thumb drive, you stick into the machine, and, you know, three to ten days later, you have all the pieces ready <laughs> to go. Um, I, I think the other thing is the one-wheel GT that they just announced. kind of want it, but I don't ride my one-wheel that I have now enough. Um, so, I don't know. 
still counts. It does. So, all right. Um, take us home on this one, and then we've got... So, I know we both have the Silverhawks figures on yep. there, but I, I actually just have to go back to the G.I. Joe Classified be, just because some of the stuff you said, Kenny, about Tasbro listening. And I just, I love the design of these figures. And, again, there's a lot of good stuff out there. You know, I grew up with, again, the 3.75-inch G.I. Joes, and I tried to get a couple when they came out, and just didn't work but to be, if to be fair if i had the choice between the classifieds and those you know the vintage figures i'm going to just take the classifieds just because i have a you know i have a trove of 25 of the vintage yeah. figures still in the package and everything that's fine that's good enough for me i just love what they're doing with the classifieds and i'm really excited to see where they go with these yeah absolutely i can't i can't divulge any secrets but I can tell you that 2022. Nobody, is going nobody to listens be to this crap. You can divulge whatever you want. For classified, like I, I like I told that. you that Hasbro's been learning, right? Like, yeah. They've got. I mean, <laughs> there, there's a leak floating around the Joe Facebook groups right now that I can say the Crimson Twins are coming. So that's awesome, okay. You know, but like, there's other stuff that is just going to be like it's going to be a. Now great my imagination year. is yeah. just like they just. They, yeah, they learned from the Target issue, and now yeah. they're like, oh, we like to make money, and we're going to make yeah. way more money now. <laughs> and and that's so huge, like we were saying earlier, because I just going on different sites and hearing people complain about that, hey, I was here, uh, less than a minute, they're gone. And just to know that they're listening, to know that they're correcting, you know, it can take a year. I don't they, care. They want to sell you yeah. toys. Yeah, you know? and, and that's the thing. Uh, I don't care if, if, if it's... You know, I'm patient. I can wait. I, I don't have to have this tomorrow, just as long as I know I can get it for a reasonable price. And that's the thing: being able to get something like that for a reasonable price. So you need I'm to fine. learn some computer science, figure out how to do bots, and just do, just attack the uh, the target page every time something goes goes up, and you're 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 there. Yeah, I mean they you know they they are these conglomerate bot. Uh, yeah, that's bot what they did. Was, they did with the PS5. And yeah. Oh yeah. My favorite, my favorite thing about like all of this exclusive stuff at Target is when it comes out and it hits the store, right? They're like super strict about it, and like we know a person, actually we all three know him, who will actually make a scene because they won't let him buy more than like what the allotted amount is, and it's like, you know, these guys are they, these these people at Target, like the toy store guys, they buy all the stuff anyway, like right. they 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 buy it and they they scalp it, so like a fraction of of what actually should make the market makes yeah. the market which is I think the biggest problem. well and they've got I mean they still have issues to work out the whole thing with breaker where people weren't getting their pre-orders and I mean the weekend of the Cincinnati toy show in Sharonville people were finding breakers on sale for twenty dollars and yeah. in, in physical stores like around here stores that had seven or eight of them mm -hmm. meanwhile people who pre-ordered them six months earlier still hadn't gotten shipping notices and so like there's still room and th to that improve. happens with yeah. star wars too though i mean yeah. that like yeah. you know i mean i found i find stuff like at walmart or target and i'll just cancel the pre-order but yeah. or sometimes i keep the pre-order but you know <laughs> but then they show me that Crockmaster design and i forget all about my oh frustration man with target, yeah. and i'm like and again, that's one of those I have on pre-order because I didn't get it through Hasbro Pulse. I had to get it through what I think Entertainment Earth, and yeah. you know, it's, I think it's a May or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. And like you know, EE is pretty good about about shipping. So. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, they are. Like I, I've rarely had trouble with them. Yeah, you got to start so. buying through our affiliate link there. Yes. I <laughs> All right. 
Um, so before we get to Kenny's special corner, um, hey who, who wants to come up and get a free shirt and talk about a toy that they loved as a kid? Come on. Do it. Come on. Is this Technodrome? The Technodrome. We, we want to learn all about the Technodrome. Come on. Come on. Technodrome. 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 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's all right. Perfect. So we'll talk into this, Mike. So just get up. Tell us about your toy. What's your name? Uh, my name is Andy. There we go. Sorry, short. <laughs> so, as we've been talking all night, listening to you guys, our my favorite toy growing up was the Ninja Turtles Technodrome. Oh, I'm so jealous. It came as a big sphere, like a basketball, and it would open up, and it also had this little eyeball on top of it, and <laughs> it had a little ramp on one of the sides, and if you pushed a button, the little eyeball would roll off and attack the Ninja Turtles. It also had, if the Ninja Turtles got into it, and they got on one of the levels, a little cage would drop and they'd be trapped in a jail cell. And it also had a bunch of little guns on the top. It was super cool. Yeah, absolutely it was. Yeah. So. All right, um, are you an XL? I'm sorry? XL? Uh, large, probably. Okay. <laughs> Only good friends heckle. Thanks, sir. <laughs> Everybody give Andy a big hand. Yeah. I saw Come on, Jeremy, get up here. here. Okay. I haven't seen Jeremy in like three years. I miss him so much. I don't miss you, I miss Jeremy. Ouch. So, so all right, step over. Oh. All right. So, I know you're a toy guy. Now, it might not be toy toys, but, you know, toys. So, uh -huh. like, what, was, what were your favorite things to play with as a kid? I was more of a video game guy than anything. We've, we've, um, talk, we've talked about that already. Yeah, so Sega Genesis was one oh, I good grew man. Up there with. we go. Yeah. I was always yeah. a Sega guy, so Dreamcast. I've got two Dreamcasts. He needs so. one if you've got this <laughs> oh, I'm flipping Jeremy. Um, <laughs> no, I love the Sega Genesis. Um, actually, I don't know if anyone's like super into video games, but the thing I always wanted the most was, it's called a CDX. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, so it was like a Sega CD and a Genesis like built into one. Yeah, and you could also use it as a portable disc man. I think you needed like six double A's and it lasted like an hour. So, Sega was the king of the yeah. battery eaters. Yeah, my, uh, my neighbor had one and I was always super, super jealous. I only had the, the Model 1. The lowly model one. So. Yeah, I, I was a Sega guy. Master System, Genesis, Sega CD. That Game Gear brick. No Saturn. I did not do the Saturn. Yeah. I didn't do the Saturn. Got the Dreamcast, and then I went to the PlayStation after that. So. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah, no sure. Watch, watch your step. This is Jeremy, everybody. Give Jeremy a big hand. He's awesome. So, all right. Who else are we gonna pick on? Hey, Troy, come up here. You're next. You're, we you're, got one over there. Yeah, Natalie. Oh, hold on. We're going to do Troy and then Natalie. All right. Okay. Come on, Troy. Troy! So. Not much. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Come on. Get on the mic. Okay. So, so step over. All right. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Troy. All right. Hi, Troy. So, yeah. Um, are we talking about toys? Yeah. What, what, what toys did you like as a kid? Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> Castle Grayskull. Oh, the original, nice. right? 
and I, I tried to keep the whole thing together for as long as I could. And then there was like a little um, collapsible trap. You know, it was like a, you know, I think there may have been a carpet on top of it. I lost that and it destroyed the whole experience for me. Because how was I going to trap Beastman? You know? know? So I had no answer for that. And I sort of abandoned Castle Grayskull after that. But it's still Aww. my parents' basement. Oh, awesome. does it still have the, uh, the chains? The chains. Oh, on the drawbridge. Right. Oh, oh, no, no the, chains, the no chains. chains. Yeah. No, it has, it's just the shell. It's oh, okay. sad. All right. It's sad. The sad uh, husk. If you're but it's still, you still have chains, it. Hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Transformers, too. I see Optimus Prime here. Um, Who was your favorite? This is Cyclonus from, Cyclonus. The, from the movie. Yeah, I actually liked Hot Rod. Not Rodimus Prime, but Hot yeah. Rod. So this Rodimus, that's, that's Rodimus, that's Rodimus Prime. Rodimus. I thought he lost his edge. Even Judd he, Nelson's, he absolutely did. Judd Nelson's voice changed in that movie, and I, I, I didn't think that was necessary. That was Hot Rod's edge, you know? I did not like that decision to transform right? him into Rodimus right? Prime. I can, go, I can go all night on this stuff, so. All right. Yeah, well, thanks all for having me. All right, I'm going to give Troy a... Thank you for sharing. Do you want a white? Got some enthusiasm All right, now we have Natalie coming up. I haven't seen Natalie in, like... I don't even remember the last time I saw Natalie. Yeah, it's been forever. This Hi. is Brian's friend reunion. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, I, ta- I, I talked to all these people to come and bring toys for Toys for Tots. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, Introduce oh yeah, I'm Natalie. A little Hi. nervous to be up here. <laughs> uh, being a girly girl, I was gifted a lot of Barbies, but I was fortunate enough to have a little brother who had Batman toys. And <laughs> my by far favorite toy to play with was Arctic Batman, actually, uh, you yes. mentioned. Um, and so Nathan, I was Batman. Nathan had to be Alfred. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they never made an Alfred action figure, did they? Or I, I don't think that... The, the yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was but, the animated yeah, one. The animated series, yeah. Yeah. Guess who we used? Oh no! Jean-Luc Picard oh. of Star Trek. That, that is a great use for Picard. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Nathan bad. was Jean-Luc Picard as Alfred. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. All right, thank you, Natalie. Yeah. Thank you. That Arctic Batman is underrated. So, yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, are you coming up? I am. I am. All right. This is Patrick. I think everyone knows Patrick by now. You might know of me. I'm Patrick. Nice to meet you guys. One of my favorite toys was the firehouse from the Ghostbusters lineup. Ooh. Oh, that's a good the one. The best thing. I had literally the Ecto-1. I had Janine Melnitz's car that turned into a Prang Manus, right? I had the trap that went along with the actual firehouse. The slime that you put on top of the house that dangles down through the actual house. And then you had the pole that they went down. It's yep. a beautiful thing. Another Kenner home run. We got a box one yep. of those in the store right now. If you need to relive your childhood, they have a, they have a box <laughs> one in the store. My mom actually has the one that I had growing up. Oh, that's a good mom. Yeah. Didn't dump it at a garage sale. Which one do you want? That one. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's that's a that's a killer '80s playset for so, sure. Pat Patrick inadvertently gave us the best segue. Oh. All right. So, Kenny is here, not just because we like him. And because we're raising toys for a good cause. And we are raising toys for tots. 
Um, so so thank you, everyone who brought a toy, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, this is great. There's some really cool stuff in there. Um, I'm almost certain all of it will make it to Toys for Tots. <laughs> um, <laughs> to add on to that, by the way, uh, at the toy department, we are a Toys for Tot collecting spot. So if you didn't bring toys tonight, but you still want to give some new uh, unwrapped toys for a good cause, we've got boxes at the store for the next month. Uh, so anyways, continue. Okay, so Kenny is here because um, aside from being the store manager, he actually is a prolific eBay reseller for the toy department. Um, but not like buying stuff at retail no, no, and selling no. it online. Like Yeah, so he's not a scalper. I'm not he's, one of those annoying people at Target. Uh, he's just <laughs> a little bit of a douche. He's not a huge douche. Um, but I'm very little douche. <laughs> like almost imperceptible douche. Uh, dude, that's a good band name. Imperceptible douche. Anyway, that's pretty good. Sorry. Um, I got to write that one down. Anyway. Um, but no, so one of the things with the holidays coming up, and for everybody here, and everybody's going to listen to this later, um, everyone's going home for the, well, people go home for the holidays. I understand. Um, it's not something I do, but I understand this is something that people do, that they go home to a, a family, a unit of some sort. I don't, I don't know. But so Kenny, if you would, um, maybe talk about some things you could look for in your mom's basement, or in Ty's case, the entire vintage Star Wars toys that he lets his sons play with. That's a good parent. No, it is not. <laughs> toys are made to be played with. Don't let him lie to you. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, to your point, you know, a lot of people go home. We've heard multiple people talk so far tonight about, you know, uh, toys being in their, their parents' house still. And, you know, you might have some, some money there that you don't know about, you know, you might want to play, you know, pull them back out, collect them, try to complete them, play with them, display them, whatever. But, um, you might also be able to get some money to upgrade your collection. Maybe you need to buy some more Funko Pops or, uh, track down a, you know, an unbroken Rodimus Prime. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah, specifically this crowd, uh, Cincinnati, the home to Kenner. Um, lots of good Kenner goodies lying around. If your parents worked at Kenner and you're going home for the holidays, you should find out if your parents have any old business cards or union manuals or Kenner memorabilia or prototypes or pre-production art or other goodies like that they may or may not have taken home from work. But even outside of that, you know, you've got your go-tos, right? Your Star Wars, your your He-Man, your G.I. Joe, your Transformers, superheroes. Um, but what you really want to poke through when you're, when, you're, when you're pulling those boxes up is you want to find the parts and pieces that go with them. And a lot of times we get... Yeah, the guns and, and yeah. the accessories. And yeah, that. it's always like, oh, yeah. I've got my original Luke Skywalker and his shirt is mustard yellow and then he doesn't have anything with him. And I'm like, well, nobody wants that. But even if his shirt's mustard yellow and he's got his little lightsaber might be some money there because everybody lost those weapons when they were kids. I was, uh, I was talking to a friend the other day <laughs> and he was, uh, he had the, the lightsaber that had still had like the little like tip mm -hmm. and he circumcised it. Oh, and yeah. like, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. So, how dare check you your, Check your Luke's and your Vader's and see if they have two little parts to their lightsaber. Mm -hmm. They call that the double telescoping and that is, uh, that is particularly tasty. But um, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Anything else? Um, yeah, I mean, you just, 
you never know. It could be it could be anything. You know, it's it's never going to be Beanie Babies, unfortunately, for so many people out there. Man, um, I have all those Beanie Babies, and I have no idea what to do with them now. I just saw that picture float up from online of the couple <laughs> that's all, separating their Beanie Babies yeah. from the divorce in 1999, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, it's so painful. But um, you know, it's not going to be Cabbage Patch Kids, and it's almost never going to be Open Box Barbie. But it could be yeah. Strawberry Shortcake. It can be Care Bears. It can be Lego. Sometimes it can even just be the Lego books. Yeah. Sometimes too, it's things that have like an error. Like maybe it'll be a misnamed character or, or an unpainted character. Yeah. If yep. Your parents worked at Kenner. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's you know, even if your figures are broken, there might be some use there. You know, uh, broken GI Joes sometimes still have usable parts, and you know, I cry for the number of toys that parents have literally tossed in the garbage that could have been salvageable, or it's it's heartbreaking. So I have a I have a horror story about that. Oh, oh. So I was I was in high school. I went to a weekend cross country meet, and I came back, and my mom had decided at this point at 15 I was too old for toys and comic books. Of course. And had either given or thrown everything away. Oh. Everything. Now, I had, uh, like, Titan, Teen Titans, Legion of Superheroes, Green Lantern, uh, Detective Comics from 1978 through, like, what was it, 1994 at the time. But I also had, um, that I was gifted, because going to Mavericks in Sharonville at the That's time. That's the right face to make. Oh, hold on. It gets worse. I had Detective Comics 50. And I had action, uh, action comics like 14. And she threw those away. Just threw them out. I didn't go to her funeral. Yeah. So, Similarly, anyway. My, uh, my stepdad yeah. one time, I, I was slow to clean my room, and he came up, and uh, he was like, you've got five minutes to clean this up, and whatever's left on the floor, I'm throwing <laughs> in the trash. And... I was, as you can see, I'm not the, the fastest person, and I was not able to pick it all up, and there were dozens of comics, and yeah. you know, most of my G.I. Joes, and lots of, again, lots of those parts and accessories that everyone lost, those, you know, I didn't have a single G.I. Joe gun left after it was, after uh, that happened, so, savage. parents, right? Let your kids play with their toys. Do you, do you have any horror stories? I mean, you seem to have pretty good parents who loved you, so. Yeah, they, I mean, we didn't, we, obviously, Kenny and I. <laughs> That's yeah, I, I remember my dad said, a few years ago, he said that he, he had thrown some of my toys out, and they were actually in the garage, just. Yeah, he threw them out of the basement into yeah. the garage. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, don't, I didn't get that where all that stuff was thrown away. Because, again, they, they got a lot of the stuff for us in the sense of, and comic books, too, again. Yeah. I didn't take care of my comics like you probably did at that time, but because I found some of the, I didn't realize I did collect some Iron Man comics back in the day. You're the one. So, yeah, I, I didn't have any horror stories like that, thankfully. So, awesome. All right. Well, uh, we have been the Infamous Podcast. We uh, new episodes every Sunday. You can find us at infamouspodcast.com on Facebook and Instagram. We're Infamous Podcast. Um, you can find us on Twitter, but I won't respond. Um, but uh, are you anyway. on TikTok? No. Smart. <laughs> I'm, I'm a forty, almost forty-four year old man. What would I be doing on TikTok? <laughs> so well, I, I know guys our age that send me TikTok videos yeah, all the time. Yeah, that's, and I'm uh, that's just, just not okay. I'm just, please don't. So, yeah. 
But anyway, um, so yeah, uh, thank you everyone for who brought a toy. This is amazing. Uh, Sergeant Dylan is going to be very happy with this. Um, he was kind of excited that we were doing this, just kind of random out of the blue. Thank you to Fretboard for having us back. Um, yeah. Tip your bartenders. They're awesome. Um, try the Wawa. Um, the Wawa the, is the pretty good. The vanilla maple blonde. It tastes like a waffle. It's awesome. I don't even drink hardly ever, and I'm probably going to have one of those when we're done. Um, <laughs> the Pilsner was very good, too. Yeah. So thank you, everyone, for coming. Thank you, everyone, for sticking around who didn't come to see us. We appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, look for this episode soon. We have to figure out our, our yeah. recording schedule. Daryl has thrown a wrench into our recording schedule the last two weeks. Hey, now. So, hey, so. Uh, <laughs> But, no, thank you guys so much. We had a blast. Um, we'll see you guys later. See you. Spotify, Google Podcast, our website, or anywhere podcasts are downloaded. The show is hosted by Daryl Jasper and me, Brian Tudor. To find more information about the show, visit us at infamouspodcast.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at infamouspodcast to keep up with the show. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash infamouspodcast. We have some great rewards for our patrons who are looking for help to grow the show more of the content you want to hear. Music for this podcast is provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. So, whenever you're listening to us, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.